Today on Locked on Rockies, how do the Rockies stay relevant? We asked that question yet again with some covering the team and in the Denver media. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock On Rockies fans, Paul Holden here from the Locked On Rockies podcast, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Proud to be your first listen of the day. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, or you can find us on YouTube just by searching Locked On Rockies, and you'll be taken to where you need to go. Today's episode of Locked On Rockies is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And going on now is the Blue Nile Anniversary Sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. And today on the show, we are bringing in Sean Drotar of 104.3 The Fan. You all know The Fan. You can't not know The Fan in the Denver market. Sean's joining us. You can clearly see by the background, lots of love for the Rockies, but a, a, a frustrating day at the deadline yesterday. Sean, and I'm, I'm curious, tell me your thoughts from, uh, from, from your side of things. The Rockies, the only team in baseball to make zero moves at the deadline. They then uh, go out and say that they're the only team to sign someone to an extension, and that wasn't true, and that they felt that their team is – they made steps to make their team better. Uh, what do you have to say uh, to the Rockies' response to the, or response to the deadline and actions at the deadline? Well, certainly a, a perplexing week, Paul. Thanks very much podcast here. But yeah, it's been kind of confusing. The Rockies message yesterday, the trade deadline, we're going to continue to draft and develop strategy. Uh, the player they, of course, are is 37 years old, and they got him as a free agent, a reclamation project, certainly not draft. Also gave $82 million to Chris Bryant. Uh, and that's the six months ago. So the idea that the Rockies are, are absolutely dependent on this draft obviously doesn't hold water. And then in those statements, the idea, uh, he compared them to against and saying that we have to continue to work with the kind of revenues that we have. So on one hand, it's poverty and say that basically you can't compete with the top of the top, top in the NOS for money situation. In, fact, in an average annual value, one of the top 10 in the history. It doesn't appear that money is actually the problem. When it comes to evaluating the Rockies, people with money on the team. That's usually not the case. Spending is at least uh, baseball's market and oftentimes a bit above that. It's not about the money they're spending. It's about when they're spending it. And the, the idea that this team is, is getting close to some sort of Defies belief. I mean, obviously, your viewers catch this team every day. We, we do. I do. Uh, this is not a team that is going in the right direction. And the fact that they sign a who, I mean, another two years will be 39 years old, and I'm not really sure how relevant the Rockies will be. None of it actually makes sense. They say and what they do. And the truth of the matter is... Yeah, it's... it's the Rockies, I, I honestly most frustrated with the comments after 
everything. I think yesterday, I mean, I, I, I don't think a lot of Rockies fans are going to sit here and say that they weren't able to, uh, that they were surprised with the Rockies doing nothing. But then to come out and just double down, and, and it kind of goes with Bud Black calling this rotation a playoff caliber rotation when it's near the yeah. bottom of all statistical categories when it comes to pitching, where you, Rockies fans know that, all of our starters have regressed this year outside of the rare exception of, of Chad Cool, but he was not even on the team last year. You can't sit there and say the team is in the right spot when you are having a, if, a couple of weeks ago, if the season ended, the rotation was going to all have either career worse or second career worse ERAs. How, how can the Rockies, is there any type of insight or any idea that you might have other than the Rockies are just, kind of committed to mediocrity this it, it's mind-blowing to me that it, that they think that Rockies fans aren't paying attention because there's a lot of us that are I think there are two things at work here one is that they I think they're checking uh last week was sixth in, in all of Major League Baseball of uh, course field is a ship give them credit for that has done a tremendous job of making course field which is now uh, almost comp the third old the stadium in the National League behind only Dodger Stadium and Wrigley Field, but as good as it was brand new, if arguably not better than it was brand new. It's a downtown experience, and selling beautiful Colorado summer nights is not a particularly difficult. There is a comfort level in understanding that whatever the Rockies will be, they will be through those turnstiles, and they'll be satisfied with, with how that gets put together so that's a commitment to mediocrity uh, maybe that's a way of putting it what it really is is a commitment to not particularly about the actual results because keep coming in the other part and maybe for, for the rockies or paul is the fact that this team is a giant insular team in the major leagues maybe the most insular in all of north american sports ever unless they absolutely have to go outside of their own building for any sort of front or spin around in a chair and whoever the finger lands on, you're it. You're next for the job. So Bill Schmidt, the longtime scouting head, is now the guy running the show. But when they named him the interim GM, I remember going on the fan that night and saying, I don't know why they bothered. Every GM they're going to hire and they won't even look at anybody else. The Rockies, have a particular corporate and they're not particularly concerned about what anyone else thinks they like they want they're going to do it and they're not interested in going outside the organization and that's the part i think when you, that's fair because this team is not good there's no way around it they're 13 games under five record this and by the way they're playing a padres team tonight that probably have juan soto and up so uh, there's no question that this team is going backwards uh, in the Indiana West on an upward trajectory, and I'm including the Diamondbacks in that. So uh, they cannot possibly that either. One, uh, they're willingly ignorant to it, or two, the people actually do have a concern there don't actually have a voice that matters to the people with the highest level and ownership. And obviously, that's a significant concern for a team that of late seemed more concerned about opening McGregor Square across the street as a mixed-use 
building Denver than they were the actual productivity of the baseball team. And I think you that's highlighted by the fact that what is McGregor Square advertised with? It's the giant picture of Nolan Arenado celebrating the walk-off cycle. And you kind of nail it there. The NL West, not only the rest of the league, but just focus it down. The NL West is making moves. And, and, and especially now, and I think this is something that the Rockies will never be able to escape. I don't want to hear the market thing. I hate the fine. You mentioned the financials earlier is there. If San Diego was going out there and they right. are making deals to get Juan Soto, if they are signing Manny Machado, if they are keeping you Darvish, they are keeping all of these names. You cannot sit there and say that, ah, we're Denver, you know, no one's in Denver. No one's coming to Denver. That's crazy. The Rockies have uh, so much potential in their background. You mentioned it. I always give credit. Coors Field, one of the best places, if not the best place, to catch a baseball game during the summer. And boy, do visiting fans love it. And it helps out Dick Momford and 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 company. I mean, do you what is what has to happen? Do you think for there to ever be a change for the Rockies to go out of the organization? I think it's a long time before we're ever going to have Momford not owning the team. But I am just curious. You couldn't really have asked for a worse way for a, a GM to go out than Jeff Breidich did. And now you have Bill Schmidt coming in here and this. I mean, is there ever going to be a moment the Rockies will go outside of the organization? I really don't know because if, if anybody can tell me what Bill Schmidt and what Jeff Breidich did or would have done in similar situations, uh, let me know because I don't see the deck chairs the Titanic. The result itself never changed. Changes. These guys are in nation doing the same thing, and and it becomes impossible to ignore. All this started to where DJ LeMahieu left, and then the Rockies replaced him with Daniel Murphy for the exact that DJ LeMahieu got with the Yankees. LeMahieu went on to be an MVP candidate, top five, the first year he washed completely out of the league. To no surprise of anybody else who understood he wasn't even a first baseman, but gone away. They, they then made things worse by going and signing Ian Desmond to do a, a terrible deal to play a position he had never played. A guy that was a career hitter in the two, 260s and, and thinking that all of a sudden he was, was going to become an all-star really a decade into his career. These moves don't were Trevor Story. If you were Nolan Arenado, you look at this and think this team either one does two has no commitment to winning. And if they have no commitment to winning, I want to be out. But the money is definitely... Uh, the, Signing of the signing of Chris Bryant. Remember, the Rockies paid the Cardinals $50 million to take Nolan Arenado off. You had $50 million to hand to another team to take a player who is the third best player to ever wear a Colorado Rockies uniform and was still in his prime. So that the, the Denver excuse brings all of look, Denver is the 16th biggest market market in the United States uh, of Major League Baseball, but the Rockies don't sit right in the middle of Major League Baseball. As a team blip, uh, they had a blip recently, they had a blip when they had the miracle run to the World Series in October, and the Rockies seem to think that doing that again is some sort of plan, that all of us 24, 25 games, and be right into the mix. And that's kind of what you heard Schmidt say over the last couple of weeks, that well, we're still in it. You know, we just have to get back to 500. And you pointed it out. Everyone in their rotation has regressed. 
Can Chad Cool pun not, not into substantially since his start? This is a team with a bad pitching staff. It's a team with minimal, it's a team with any of its high-level prospects many, many years away, most of them in ball. And they cannot be that blind to it as an organization. It's not even possible blind to it to an organization. So it's a matter of deciding where they're you can do it is assume that despite what they say since the things they say don't match up with the things they do they're actually winning baseball it is most certainly selling baseball to go into that route of doing things but it doesn't make it any easier yeah it's it does it does seem like their plan is working for them but it's not working for the rockies and uh make sure that you have a plan when it comes to your fine jewelry especially when it comes to engagement and at bluenile.com you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating custom engagement rings to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment fine jewelry is unique as your favorite person with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing? Well, I can feel you there. I'd be in the same exact spot. Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. They're available on the phone or the web chat to help you find a memorable gift at every single budget. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And going on now is the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Joining us today is Sean Drotar of 104.3, the fan, him and Sandy there. What, was it 6 to 9? Is that uh, is that uh, your show there on 104.3? We're, we're 9 to midnight, which is Nine right. to midnight, that even late. That's right. You guys are the are the are the real yeah. night owls out there, and yeah, I, I can actually honestly, the ones that... plenty of late nights of 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 driving with Sandy on my radio as well. I feel like he's always been doing late night sports. So I'm curious, Sean, what was your re- what was the reaction that you heard from Rockies fans on on your show yesterday and and going in through to today? There was a piece. Uh, from Shap there for, on 104.3 The Fan. The Rockies were yeah. having a uh, pizza party while the uh, rest of the baseball world was negotiating deals and the team that the Rockies were playing changed the landscape of baseball. I love pizza, but, you know, one of those things that's a little interesting. So I am curious, what did you hear from Rockies fans yesterday and going in ahead of your show tonight? Yeah, one of the advantages uh, of being in Buff and I are in, and you're right, by the way, uh, Sandy and I have been bouncing between that spot. It's either been one of 10 years. And now for the last wow. year and a half, we've actually gotten to be uh, hosting the show together. Of course, you know, what Sandy uh, can forget about Denver sports is more than what people know. So it's for Jake Shapiro to the fan, as you pointed out, too, at denverfan.com. Another coup for us uh, when it comes. But uh, on our program, we're on after the game, even the one on the West, immediate response from a lot of fans. And, and there is frustration. There is the same kind of thing. How dumb do they really think we are? Do they think we don't notice? And the problem with this is that, that listen to your podcast, listen to Sports Talk Radio, the folks that are really, really into this, them to succeed. 
maybe they're the ones that pay a lot, a lot of attention. But the folks that just want to grab the kids and go out for a city and enjoy the, the beautiful night in Colorado, they're not that concerned about that. Maybe the home team wins. If not, maybe there was a couple home runs, and that, that's good. That is not denigrating the majority of baseball fans in the United States. There's nothing wrong with that for fans i think at this point though is that's who the rockies are clearly concerned about not the being invested in winning this team i suppose i suppose if you were to see season to the point where it was unavoidable that may be the kind of thing that the triggers some sort of down there at 20th and blake but there's no indication to think that that's going to be the case part of the reason they start of the reason i get into the other part later Part of the reason they signed Chris Bryant is wanted an organization now that Arnaud and Story are gone, and they went ahead and picked a guy that is Rookie of the Year, MVP, uh, World Series champion, and breaking the, the, the... It's a tremendous look to have a guy like it on the team. But the other part of the Rockies White Whale, back in the 2013 draft, Chris Bryant and John Gray were the Cubs at the time, for most draft picks, were expected to select John Gray. Fire, perfect fit for Wrigley. They did. They picked Bryant, who the Rockies desperately won't trade for Bryant by trying to dangle Arenado for multiple years. They tried to be able to do it. So they basically just spent whatever money it took to get Chris Bryant here. He's kind of been there to a certain extent, and it indicates there are blind spots that the Rockies front office has the ownership has more things that they want rather than things that they need and at this level uh dick munford and his family do fashion themselves as ball guys they, they believe they're baseball people they're baseball personnel all of the jerry gel they know how to handle it uh, you don't necessarily need the baseball guys to explain it they know what they want Two factors combined. The fact that the Rockies tend to just go after what they want rather than what they need. The group that feels that what they want is what they need because they want it. And so when you're talking about how to shake them out of this reverie, I don't particularly know hit it in the pocketbook. But this team has been so come with selling so long, regardless of the quality. The trick is. If they had shown that they had sold way more and then it dropped off to times like now, maybe that would wake them up. But Rocky's performance is rather consistent and has been throughout the entire history of the team. So it certainly presents that what I'm doing must, must be what people want because they keep coming through the turnstiles. And, and that appears to be I mean, if you think you're being successful in that measurement, why go outside your organization by you being successful? The problem is it just doesn't coincide with winning baseball games. It doesn't. I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's it's the fans are still going to be there. The Rockies are fifth in attendance this year. I think they're still above uh, the the Mets there. And yeah, for those in the live chat, unfortunately, the, we've had some tech issues, but with the conversation still afloat here uh, with, with Sean of uh, 104.3, the fan. I am curious, though, Sean, if do you think and, and we'll just take it this season, micro focused onto this season. If they sold off, if they traded Iglesias, Colome, 
you know, all of their pending free agents and maybe even instead, instead of Bard, they, they ship them off and potentially even Crone. Do you think that impacts people coming up? There might be more true Rockies fans more enticed to go to the yard to see Montero play first base with Tovar playing short than to watch the Jose Iglesias play. And let's be real. Is Jose Iglesias going to come back to the Rockies? Like is, there's all these pending free agents. If they actually sold, do you think that would have made less people come? Because I think you might be able to make the argument that you might bring re other Rockies fans back out and excited to see the, the young guys. I agree completely. I really do. I, I, on all counts, I think there are fans to come and see the young guys and hope that there is, something to build off of. I think that the care, it makes no difference. Chris Bryant's still there, right? Uh, Herman Marquez is there. Charlie Blackman's average Rockies fan knows Charlie Blackman and Chris Bryant. And that's fine, but, but those anywhere, I don't think it would have impacted attendance in the slightest. But now you, the point you made with the Glacier Free Agents makes perfect sense. The Rockies say, well, we want guys who want to be here. And what they tell with us is a free agent. They must want to be with the Rockies. Let's be honest here. In Major League Baseball, you want to win games. You join the Rockies because that's the best deal, actually, or to recover your market value by playing at Coors Field. When these players for them to be here, what they're saying is, I, I want to be here if I, I don't have a better deal. And look, no, we talked all year, said all the right things. I want to be here. The Rockies. He's believed it. And what Gray really meant is if I don't get a better offer somewhere else, I'd be happy to come back to Colorado. Players work when you're talking about being on a bad, bad team. But the Rockies just kind of drink it down with things. Yep, of the way we do things, it's us. They don't want to leave, and uh, they go on from there. And then can't wait to get out. Is furious that he's not traded. The Rockies miss out on an opportunity to get virtually anything. Maybe. You'll see that guy in 2027 or 2028, who knows? But yeah, if, if you're uh, Chad Cool, if you're any of those guys, and even one year later, uh, Randall Gritchick or CJ Crone, why, if you're a competitor that wants to win and that wants to be in a situation where you can win, Chris Bryant already has one. His situation's different. But if you you're a competitor and you don't have it. Why on earth would you come back to the Rockies unless you had no, you're in a spot where you're putting your career in cruise control and you just want to make the bucks because they're you play, being in courses is fine. Maybe that's where Chris Bryant is, quite frankly, but the wrong situation. And I think I'm with you. It was a monumental mistake. None of their friends have any better options whatsoever. And instead of getting anything, you never know. I mean, maybe it turns into something, but they give, they will again watch themselves holding the bag with a bunch of other similar guys, roughly 30 on one or two year deals, and then think that some other thing is spinning their wheels in the mud. And that's at very best. And I understand why Rocky's fans. Yeah, for a draft and develop team, it certainly seems like the Rockies are a very old 
team and uh, like to stay on the old things. But hey, make sure if you want to win big or uh, bet on the Rockies, you can head over to betonline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for uh, the online resource, I should say, for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today, or move use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today at BetOnline.net. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Sean, we're going to get ready to close things out here with just a couple more questions, and and this is I kind of we've we've hinted at it, but I am curious, and this is kind of my big question for you, especially with someone who works on sports talk radio in Denver. How do the Rockies stay relevant? There, the Russell Wilson is leading the Broncos, and they have completely changed. And the Broncos organization has always kind of been different when it comes to mindset of winning and a, 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 a creating teams to win. The Avalanche multiple kind of similar to the Broncos there the Nuggets have the back-to-back league MVP and here we are (laughs) 11 12 games below 500 uh uh, over 20 games behind the Dodgers the Padres go out and get Soto the Dodgers are the Dodgers the Diamondbacks are promising the Giants are sleeping Giants the bun the pun literally works there because they're always lurking uh, for for me as someone who when it, I'm born and raised in Denver, I I love all Colorado sports. The Rockies still are at the top of my list because I but I'm the rare exception. How do the Rockies stay relevant? Is there a way to stay relevant without winning? Unfortunately, it's how do they stay relevant? Uh, they're not. The question is how do they become relevant? They sit now at this stage are one one of very many entertainment options. That they're more like one of the things you decide do we want to go out to dinner do we want to go see a movie do we want to go see the rockies uh they are uh, more than something that it really has an impactful thing for most fans in care and love for, for some of their other teams for the reasons that you've said and, and that's the rockies challenge they are irrelevant other general managers other people with teams that that, that i have talked to the opaque they don't even know Know who they're really supposed to talk to when it comes about trades or anything. So this team is not relevant, unfortunately. And they were at the cut extraordinarily relevant and very interesting. They let it go. They let it go, quite frankly, and overconfidence. And now they are irrelevant. I mean, they are the Pittsburgh Pirates. They are they're a team in Major League Baseball that when people look down the standings, they go, that's right. Colorado's still there. The Rockies now lost all that. It is not about staying relevant. It's about how do they become eventually be a new team stage. They are something you pick rather than going to the country music concert. Now, unfortunately, is it. And, you know, they were. They were right there. I mean, that's the thing. The Rockies' golden age would have been right now and headlined with all this other cool Colorado stuff of, but on the diamond during the summer, you have 
LeMayhew, Arenado, and Story leading your infield with this pitching staff that's you know finally figured out Coors Field. Sean, we are uh, just about out of time, but uh, every weekday night, 9 to midnight on 104.3 The Fan, Sean Drotar is bringing you uh, not only Rockies coverage, but all sorts of uh, other great uh, news around the world of sports. Close it out here. Final thoughts. What do the Rockies do the rest of the season? And is, do, you, do you see any change coming when it comes to the coaching staff? Because one thing I didn't get to ask you is, I don't know if it's on Bud Black, but uh, the Rockies pitching and coaching uh, needs to be uh, readdressed, I think, at both ends, especially pitching. Well, keep in mind that fingers in most of the time it is in that. And yes, they do have coaching staff. And it wouldn't surprise me if they shuffled and looked like they were doing something about it. but. Uh, the significant trajectory of the way the coaching staff changes job basically for life until he decides he doesn't want it anymore that's just how the rockies do if something were to change if black were to have enough don't be surprised if you see clint hurdle come back in because the rockies do things they only like going with what they're familiar with they only like going with the people they know any changes whatsoever unfortunately for the rest of the year i think you just hope you get to See, Chris Bryant is now third time this season. You hope that maybe some of the call-ups at some point can, can start getting some maturation as a player is actually pretty exciting. He's got to get better. But overall, he's been the Rockies prospects actually develop into a solid major league player. And uh, what I, I, I don't really know, just do what the rest of Rockies fans do. Enjoy uh, course field, summer nights, and when you're done, uh, flip it to 104.3 The Fan in Denver or denverfan.com or you can Clough right after the game. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be your camp counselors after the event. Hey, you're still talking Rockies, and we appreciate that. You know, there's always Rockies talk to be had. We're still going to talk them, but uh, let's be honest, Rockies fans, uh, kickoff is about a month and some change away. So uh, we'll enjoy the Stanley Cup. We'll enjoy Russell Wilson, the Broncos, and uh, we'll keep chugging along with the Broncos. But, Sean, where can they find you one last time before we wrap things up? You can find, if you like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at S-R-O-T-A-R, the traditional spelling of Drotar, if you've ever run into another one. Action's website. You can also subscribe to the show. Sandy and Sean do that from Denver Fan or anywhere as well, including uh, this one. So you can check that out at your convenience. If you're not, not one of the night owls, it's okay uh, that you can go ahead and check it out at your convenience and listen to it at whatever time. It works better of that immediacy right after the game, whether it's Nuggets, Abs, Rockies, and be able to talk about enjoy doing and something that hopefully uh, fans enjoy listening to as well absolutely sean and you can find me at paul holden 33 paul holden uh, uh that is my name and uh, you can uh, also check me out at lo rockies on the uh, twitter as well and locked on rockies on youtube folks thank you so much for tuning in and uh for sean for myself thank you so much until next time this is paul holden saying so long from the locked on rockies podcast